0: Did just say he was innocent and they killed him anyway? They're hardcore. That's the, yeah. Damn!
1: It's a real kangaroo court. It. I'll save it. Which I'll say later, I guess. I'll save
0: it.
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. This is episode 52, guys, and we're going to cover 51 to 52, (laughs) you know, basically. But uh, I'd like to welcome... Doesn't matter. Nobody's listening anymore. (laughs) Everybody to the show, especially after that clips episode. (laughs) And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Aaron. It's my privilege to allow these two hungover bastards who I know celebrated St. Patty's Day with gusto this year. And, you know, uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I have... I'm
3: Ryan. I'm I'm Nick Nolte.
0: <laughs> I'm feeling bad.
3: I'm bringing. I did this accent like for ten seconds on an episode that I just listened to because I. Don't believe, I, see,
0: I, li- I don't believe this for a second because you're a functioning alcoholic. Oh
3: come on, man! I still go to work. <laughs> as
0: We're
1: long t- as you still have functioning in front of alcoholic, you get a
0: pass. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, you're drunk right now. I'm good. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm awake. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Um I don't know. Great. <laughs> Great. So, so guys
2: so guys. Uh I feel oh. like I should have primed you that this is our St. Paddy's Day episode. Mm-hmm. Uh We've grown up around uh, Scottish Duck in the form of Uncle Scrooge, Groundskeeper <laughs> Willie. Oh, God. Even in G.I. Joe. Did you guys know that Destro was Scottish? Yes. No. Yes, so I did. So there though were no Scottish Transformers, guys. What, what's up with that? The lack of Scottish representation in the Transformers mm. world. How do we well, remedy technically... that? What would that look like? Fan contest... Scottish Transformer. What I is it? It feels like this into? is gonna He's, get racist. He, yeah. No, it's
0: <laughs> not, no, not racist, just ethnically probably um, Maybe culturally insensitive. But but what's I, the difference? I'd well he, I'd say <laughs> i guess Scottish Because is not I a don't race. hate
2: Scottish people. I'm just ignorant. <laughs> well, this is gonna get cut off. Also, out. St. Patty's Day is Irish. Why are we yep. talking about Scottish? <laughs> or? <It is>. Wow.
0: <laughs> Why did the fuck did you do that? <laughs> Why the fuck did you do
1: uh, that? Oh I'm glad Man. that this <laughs>
0: This is a wasted intro. Uh, And I can't and I can't believe I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. I didn't either.
2: I I don't know why I went down this rabbit hole. This this, is terrible. I've heard that Saint Patrick was actually French. (laughs) I hate this episode already.
1: Uh, I will say that until this year, well, last year, I did not realize St. Patrick's Day was always on the same day, Um, and I know that now because that is West's birthday.
2: What does she want uh, for her birthday? the fuck?
1: We don't really do schedule presents like birthday and Christmas and stuff. All right, this is
2: boring. Last episode recap. We learned that a bunch of gibberish words strung together and combined with a snack-sized portion of robo-calories won't solve all your problems. That brings us to the top of the 51st minute. With Cup's declaration that he was out of Energon goodies, a congregation of Alicons transform, converge upon Hot Rod and Cup, they tackle them, and uh, basically, uh, you know, there's there's, there's a a little brawl going on here. Let me, uh... I will say
1: the first like second of this the hot rod looks straight up terrified
0: <laughs> and, and but rightly so. I like how he chucks his uh chucks his container of Energon over his shoulder. I didn't he's even notice that. Dispenser of Energon. Yeah, yeah you know. he totally like he's just like sorry nothing and like instead of he should shove it back in his crotch but instead he throws <laughs> it over his shoulder.
2: You don't have time for all that shit. You got to get ready for I guess for a brawl. Just, I guess so. So the Alakon swarm and tackle these guys and a strange orange being I Paused it, Mm but you didn't see it. A strange orange being transforms into a car and burns out. He hops over some rocks, Uh uh-huh, looks at the situation, transforms, and burns out. So obviously we all know that's Wheelie. Um I feel like Wheelie is kind of analogous to that wild child in um the Road Warrior. The feral
0: kid. Oh yeah. He's Mm -hmm. known as the Uh, Feral Kid. And his name is Emil Minty. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Thank (laughs) Thank you for aggressively busting out the knowledge on this well we all know this he this does character. love River we River. all know that it's my favorite movie of all time
1: um yeah and i will i i speaking of those uh, big looker books i had one with wheelie where he was like he had a slingshot the wild
2: child of exactly. quintessa yep.
1: is that not what they called him i think so oh my goodness i'll uh, i'll post a picture of that but yeah that was the one i had he had like a, a slingshot with like
2: burning rocks in it and stuff gotcha well, Wheelie transforms and drives away. He's not helping at this point. No. But, uh, you know, he's collecting information, I suppose. And uh, we, after after the Alicons basically tackle Hot Rod and Cup, uh, get them into a submission, then we see a, a large tower. We mm-hmm. transition to a large tower with very interesting architectural elements some corkscrew spires and archways, and as we pan... Which looks very much like there are ships later. Yeah, that's true. Yes, Mm. yes, yes. So as we (coughs) pan from the sky to the ground, we see the Alicons are escorting Cup and Hot Rod into the building. The orange car, of whom we know nothing of at this point... Well, at least
1: he hasn't spoken,
2: which is always a blessing uh, when he's on screen. Jesus Christ, worst character ever. Swerves into the screen... And speeds away, I guess as a reminder to us, the viewer, that there is uh, some sort of element out there that... that we don't know about, yet. Yeah. we don't know about, and, and maybe it's good.
0: By the way, um, Emil Minty uh, became, <laughs> okay. a ju- became a jeweler and has worked at what's called Chris Lewis Jewelers in Sydney's Gladesville since the early 1990s. So I want to tell all of our Australian listeners on my behalf. I want to tell all of our Australian listener. Yes, on my behalf please go to Chris Lewis Jewelers and get Emil Minnie's autograph for me. And then send it? And then mail it to me. <laughs> mail it? Okay. And what's this worth to you? My undying gratitude and All appreciation. Right. <laughs> so, at the fifty-one
2: twenty-one minute mark, Cup and Hot Rod are in some sort of Energon restraint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and Cup's got another story.
1: Reminds but- me of... Is something my, the the, the nighter
2: slave pits of something something <laughs> slave mines of Gulgana. There seven. we go. I did do some googling to see if that showed up anywhere else, mm-hmm. and there are some tangential relationships between that and the episode where, uh, gosh, I can't remember what the creature was, but there was a big creature that enslaved a lot of people in Cup. Had gone and they were like, free us, free us. But he was too scared and he ran away. But then, yeah. And then back in the modern times, he went in and did freedom, That's right. and that That's made right. up for his, you know, a thing that he regretted his entire life. And so, so, uh, but that was not Golganith 7. That was a totally different Got it. situation. But I guess it had. Uh, there, the spinoff was, could have been just like Cup's war stories.
1: Like just the, the Honestly, shit that he's done. There
2: could be a comic books that that would be an awesome comic. I, mean, I think so. I'm trying to think. I know I've not read them and I, we've gone into a lot of depth about how we haven't read the modern IDW mm-hmm. comics. There is a series called Last End of the Wreckers. I feel like Cup was one of the records. I think so. And it's all about uh you know, like, you know, that group of people. It was the Wreckers started as I understand it at least, as it was a kind of a subset of the british comics, so it was around mm-hmm. during the marvel days the concept of the wreckers and this kind of hardcore group of like just guerrilla soldiers that were total badasses right. but uh they kind of reinvigorated it for the modern age haven't read any of that shit sorry but uh at any rate so cup and hot rod enter john restraints cups telling stories hot rod at this point he doesn't want to hear stories uh, Every and, place reminds you of someplace else. <laughs> and I'll tell you, Cup doesn't want to hear his sass at this point <laughs> either. And I understand that. So the team is guided into the, a large open room. It's kind of like a throne room. There's stairs. There's an elevated platform. A king of sorts is sitting there. And that king um, has tentacles and there's other like him. others like him in the room. Of course, uh, I think we'll come to know these beings as the quintessence later on in life. I mean,
1: you're saying king, but he is a judge. But uh, He's got a throne. Yeah, that's the most ridiculous part, because he but, can't
2: sit. <laughs> so we're paused at 51.30. Why is there a chair? Yeah. Well, he he hovers on a beam of energy. Mm-hmm. It's true, the tentacles. and It, does, it, <laughs> it makes doesn't make no sense. sense. Um, but I will cool say, chair. I will
1: say this whole thing is cool. Like the idea of shark, of a shark pit is very neat. It's very creative.
0: When, when I was a kid, this was really disturbing to me. Really? Was, yeah, I, oh, I, totally. I, Yeah, I was really like, this is fucked up. This whole situation. This is one yeah. of the
2: more in my like viscerally yeah. violent parts of the movie. Yeah, just because it was, it, it, it it was it's just killing for the sake of killing. It was,
1: it was scary. to it's me. It's true. I will say, I and the, also the Shark
2: pool reminds me a lot of the smelting uh, pool. True. I wonder I, if they the drew from comb. that. That would make sense if they drew from that. At this point, you don't really know what's in that pool. You mm-hmm. you you see that there's a giant. Pit. I figure
0: it's not good. You yeah. see
2: that there's a person out on a plank of sorts. Uh, uh, so yeah, yeah. You have to figure it's not good. You have to figure that there's a level of, uh, you know, there's a reason to be scared. And at any rate so the our our friends they walk in the room and uh in the center room they see the deep hole, they see the plank, the guard they see the guards at the different vantage points, and Cup's like, Hey
0: What's going on here?
2: (laughs) What's going on in here? That's pretty much what he says. What happened? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) So at the next point, we see a kind of... They didn't give a lot of these characters names, but there's sort of an H.R. Geiger-inspired Quintesson here. So alien-looking with his head shape. Yeah, he's kind of a... I would assume he's the prosecutor of the That's actually...
1: I did have some information. I looked on the TF wiki as to the uh, the Quintessons, and the guilty or innocent guy, yeah, is uh, known as the Prosecutor or Inquisitor. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. The switch thrower, which we'll see in a second, is called the Executioner or Gatekeeper. Okay. And then the the Master quintessence are just known as Judges.
0: Interesting. I did not know that they had These things uh, are names. so crazy looking compared they are. to anything that we've seen up to this point. Yeah, yeah
1: especially the
2: Prosecutors very H.R. Geiger, like you said, yeah. It's almost like they were like, okay, it's 2005. We're going into space. We're visiting different planets, different parts of the galaxy. We got to make some they're, crazy shit. I
0: think they're finally get allowing the Florodary Florodery to really, yeah, get
1: he really just went from a it. visual perspective. Mm-hmm. For sure, he really get what he wants.
0: <laughs> so the
2: torso of the creature shifts around, mm-hmm. and we reveal it. Hey, this guy's got five faces.
1: Right? Five faces. I bet they'll make a show about it. <laughs> I
2: don't know what you're talking Five about. Five Faces of Death. I know I was. Just oh, worried. you delivered it. Man, so deadpan. all of the every time I do that, it throws. I the just don't think off. you're good at it. Or you guys aren't good at picking up on <laughs> it. I'm gonna blame you. Mm. Turns out he's reached a verdict, and that verdict is innocent. And with that, the plank releases, and a character drops into the Sharkticon pit. So there's lots of things to talk about here because. First of all, that character is Arbalus. You guys, is it? watch this. Watch this. So he, no, he didn't get away. That is a Lithonian that's out there on the plank. It is a Lothonian.
1: I don't know if it's Arbalest, but I, presumably it's another one who got away, I guess. The, the
2: only reason that I'm claiming that it's Arbalest is because I noticed it and I did the research. And when you compare this to the um, animation model, that's Arbalest's That doesn't make model. any sense. And, um, of course, yeah, we saw Arbalest sucked into Unicron. Yeah. And as he was sucked into Unicron, he said, crap. Kranix. So that caused me to go down a whole different rabbit hole, by mm-hmm. the way, where I re-looked at that scene uh-huh. in the movie, and if you were to re-look at that scene in the movie, it's not him that gets sucked it's into Unicron. It's not all It's a different it's cra- No, it's Cranix. So
1: he's... Cranix's cr- animation
2: what? model gets sucked into Unicron, but Is we're going to see... Cranix in the next scene. Spoiler alerts. And so, at any rate, Ugh. things are all fucked up. But um, we'll just call it some unknown third character, <laughs> right? Just for the sake of continuity. Right. Well, it, it, if it was like the Quinisonian that scientist guy that was the third, um, the third, yeah, uh, the old man, Lithonian that sort mm-hmm. of went with him, I mean that that would have at least made some kind of sense. Like, okay, he got away too, right? But no, we've nope. got a guy here that we believe to be dead based on him yelling the other character's name as he was sucked into the planet, but yet he's here. And then when you look at the animation model of the other character, it's it's the guy wow. that we're going to see in a jail cell. I, no, I did mad. not even notice that. Yeah. Yep. It's a thing. It exists. So, uh, you know, major major animation flubs, I suppose. Uh, yeah. So, well, I guess they were just the, like they just picked
1: a character and put him out there. And maybe I'm sure that this team did not have the full picture. They were just animating, you know, their portion of it. So.
2: I don't know, but somebody's got to tie the threads together. Sure,
1: there should be a script supervisor in decent (laughs) movies. Mm -hmm.
2: If this were a live-action movie, Mm -hmm. this shit wouldn't fly. No, 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 no. But that doesn't matter. And so we do definitely see that there are animals in the. the At this point, you know there's some rabid,
1: some kind of shark-looking things. Which I would say they're not
2: shark-looking, but well, uh, they have fins that are circling like (laughs) sharks. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. They're like piranhas with shark fins. Yeah. So, at any rate... Uh, Poronarchs. Uh, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. So... <laughs> that did not go over it,
1: I thought. <laughs> it's not the
2: best uh, nope. onomatopoeia in uh, the world. It's not an onomatopoeia. Pun, pun. It is a... Oh, portmanteau. There we got it. Portmanteau. So, the uh, the lever gets drawn, the The character gets dropped, the Sharktacons, as we are now know, are in this pit, pounce viciously mm-hmm. upon this character and uh, right as we all the faces well, laugh and uh, nope. but that's that's where it is no, the, the Critisan judge cruelly laughs as it starts to rotate its axes and Hot Rod has a quip mm. he says we gotta find a new travel agent so dumb <laughs> we're reverting back to Hot Rod as like a, just like a little punk ass like just, a little, uh, <laughs> little smart ass motherfucker
0: um, keep it going hey we're doing well on time Caleb
2: hmm.
0: no pressure guys If I need to leave, I'll I'll leave and I'll call in. If you have to leave, it won't make any difference. Because you haven't said anything. Fucking A. Sorry. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. No, no I'm, I'm, sorry. Just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was doing some business I on assumed, the side. I, I assumed be. that
2: you were looking up things about Quintus. I was not. He <laughs> wasn't. He was texting. I was doing some business
0: on the side. I'm <laughs> so sorry.
2: So let's talk about the Quintessons for a second.
1: Okay. I did go on the TF wiki looking up the Quintessons there. Just, can
0: you tell us about the faces I the can. I looked
1: up the names. I did. Um, so the... <laughs> Aaron likes that. It's good stuff. Um the uh i'll put these i'll put these up on the website so you can tell what they are but uh, basically that skull looking one is death the uh the devil looking one that's red around the crown is uh known as rage or wrath um the fat face looking one with a like handlebar mustache is laughter or war Hmm. um the bluish green one with another like facial uh, like mustache thing is bitterness or wisdom And then the yellow and green one with the spikes, it looks like he has like dreadlocks, is Doubt or Judgment. Okay. It said the names given above for the latter four faces come from the Japanese comic uh, bomb bomb Supplements. They are derived from the descriptions of the faces in the original script for the movie. Angry face, smiling face, grimace face, and suspicious face.
0: They're amazing looking, I should say. I love them. They're really good. I should have brought down
2: these little guys. I got some... Uh, I'm not going to go over there and reach for them.
0: They are described also as
1: traders, entrepreneurs, and businessmen, but dealings are rarely on the level, which basically they're the robotic Transformers version of the Ferengi from Star Trek The Next Generation.
0: They're very old, right? Do we, we don't know that by this point. But we well, don't know anything. You come to find we don't, we later know, on in yeah, the series... We, don't, we know nothing about them at
2: You this come point. to find later on the series that it's kind of weak, but the animated series ultimately reveals that the Quintessons are the creators of the Transformers right. and that the Transformers drove the Quintessons off the planet, I think pre... I can't remember their discovery of their ability to transform, but they were basically... It is pre that. ...turned on their masters and, uh, and drove them off the planet. Mm-hmm. And so that since then, the Quint- but, but, but Which is interesting because it was pre that, and but since then, the, the Quintessons have... Uh, a, With their experiments adapted to transform. Yeah, created created, uh, beings that can transform. But uh, anyway, I, I I like the quintessons as a concept, I really mm-hmm. do. But they never really tied it together in a very good way. It's especially. real loosey goosey. I mean, it's for it's a kid show, I guess. But
1: but yeah, they're good. I like the face switching stuff, and just they're pretty. They're a pretty evil bunch.
0: Yeah, and they're they're like nothing I've had ever seen before. I mean, they're just they're pretty out there. Mm-hmm. That's Floro Derry. I do have a voice actor, so. Uh, two
2: actors voiced Quinissons. Roger C. Carmel, who we covered previously, he voices that prosecutor, mm-hmm. and he also is the voice of Cyclonus. Okay. And, um, also there's Regis Cordick, and he voices the judge, the, uh, the ultimate judge. Okay. And, uh, he had a great career. He, uh, the first half of his career, he was a radio personality, and, uh, he was- oh had an amazing presence on Drive Time Radio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania from about 1948 to 1965. He was rocking it. And he had a show called Cordick and Company. And uh, he had a running gag. He, He had lots of running gags, but he had a running gag that was... Essentially a fake ad for beer. And, okay. And that beer was called Old Frothing Schloth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I said that incorrectly. Old Frothing Schlosh. Okay. It's very to difficult say. to That's say. It's harder to say. The pale stout with the foam on the bottom. That was, <laughs> that was, that was, that was the joke. Funny. He moved to L.A. to work in radio in L.A., but there was a lot of contractual things that happened. Um, apparently, uh, there was some lawsuits. He left his previous employer before, you know, his contract, contract or was out. Done. And so yeah. there were some lawsuits and it prevented him from honestly being a major, major radio personality. Like when he went, he was hired to be a major radio personality. So he might've been like a Howard LL. Stern, like a syndicated yeah, across the nation. Like, yeah, totally. Absolutely. And you know he because of that lawsuit, he wasn't able to start working in LA at the time that uh that he was hired to work, and so in the meantime, he picked up acting gigs, he got TV roles, he worked on shows such as The Monkees, Flying Nun, Gunsmoke, Kung Fu, Columbo, The Waltons, and then in the late 70s, uh. Uh-huh. He got into cartoon acting. (laughs) Okay. He did shows. uh, He was on Scooby-Doo. Everybody was on fucking Scooby-Doo. Yeah. It was on for a long time. What a platform for voice actors. Uh, Jabberjaw, Spider-Man, The Incredible Hulk, and the Transformers. He voiced, essentially on the television show Transformers, he voiced all the Gwyneth But he also did Minosaur. That was oh, uh, the okay. Other. So, which is, uh, as the listener knows, is the combined form of the stunticons, stunticons. and uh, guys. You want to take bets on whether he's
1: alive or dead? I, w- <sighs> I don't know if I like playing. I don't know if I like the. Death All right, he's play. alive. He died. He died. <laughs> he actually, of course. 1999.
2: Damn it! And to make it even more sad, great brain cancer. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Caleb? <laughs> this is terrible. Caleb, I want to make it clear to the audience, it's Caleb that's laughing. Because he's the favorite it's of just, our audience. I want, you, just... I want you to know that Caleb laughs at brain cancer. No,
0: I just laugh at... It's just like, these voice actors have the worst fucking luck. Well, nobody gets out alive. <laughs> or, Something's
2: going to get you. Or, by the time it's they true. were doing Transformers, the movie, they were in their 40s. I and guess. I, that's another thing.
0: Would, I guess I should say, I'm amazed... I guess it was 30 years ago, mm-hmm. but it's interesting that all of these voice actors I, were up in years by the time that they were doing this. We don't have any like,
1: I uh, mean, with the exception of Susan Blue.
0: Yes, but for the most part, these voice the actors. The guy
2: that did Springer is still alive as well. Yeah,
0: but it seems like a lot of these guys that were doing this weren't like 20 somethings.
2: No, they were pretty Peter established. Colin's Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen.
0: They were. A, <laughs> <laughs> those Jesus. Frank Welker.
1: Frank Welger, yeah. Gonna I to mean, die. Uh, Michael Bell's still around.
2: We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. But, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, depressing. It's
0: interesting that, yeah, these are definitely established industry men that were well along in their and career. And women. And women. That were well along in their career when this mm-hmm. was going down. That's inter- and and inter- I consider that an interesting observation. It's, well, even the main character... I'm trying to dig it, even, myself well, no, out of laughing at okay. no, brain no, cancer. No, 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 <laughs> okay. No. Even well, even they most
2: established Orson Welles, uh, Leonard Nimoy, Robert Stack, like the biggest, arguably the biggest legacy Hollywood <laughs> names. Yeah,
0: Orson Welles died five days later.
2: In that in I'm that
1: thirtieth sure. uh, anniversary interview, there's a lot. I mean, Nelson Shinn talks about Orson Welles' uh, voice acting
0: and that Ooh, as well. I really want to hear about this, ladies and
2: gentlemen. We have a bonus episode on the way. We'll Apparently. probably. We'll probably record it and use it as another buffer for a time that we don't
0: have to, to record things. Don't
1: think- don't pull back the curtain. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
0: Um, but I guess I should get a copy of that so I can read it. It's, pretty, time it's comes- pretty awesome. All right, cool.
2: So uh, let's talk about Quintesson design. I want to show you guys uh, one thing real quickly. Floro originally had very different designs for the quintessence and this is certainly something that we will put on our website but um they were pretty weird not that not that the um not that the current design the design that made it on screen isn't weird but originally they were kind of bipedal this is the oh, the original design of the quintesson. They were to you know more, uh, not by, you know, by pedal, yeah bipedal. Yeah, is the right more word traditionally. They, I mean, they're weird. They and They don't have quintesson legs that really perform no function and support themselves mm-hmm. on a laser.
1: I don't beam. hate this. I uh, like uh, it actually. I know, it's cool, but I, I like the the final design better. But I, I do. do like this. I can
0: and I what I can I can see from this design where that was where it how it was heading. Ended to, up yeah uh-huh. with the, like kind of the tentacle hair hairdo.
2: They've almost got dreadlocks to an yeah. extent. Yeah. Uh, the and it, I think it does. I think it does service of in terms of introducing a new alien race as mm-hmm. well. Like certainly. Like taking taking us away from people that have legs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no more legs. Yeah. It expands, or it, arms. It certainly expanded my young mind on what was possible. <laughs> <laughs> Did my, it? In fact, mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So that's all I want to talk about. Uh, let's go into. <laughs> and I gotta say that my scene is basically the same except there was no judgment murder scene in my version of the script hot rod in the cup and the cup. No, no, has, has, it's like BJ no, and the bear. Yeah, that's their, he, they are that, just marched. They just they're just marched onto to a cell, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it goes. And that's uh, that's the only difference. I, that from, I have. from now on, I'm going
0: to refer to them as Hot Rod and the Cup. That is their
1: sitcom spinoff, yeah. 1970s. Uh, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: Mine is uh, pretty much the same, Aaron. There's not much different. I just wanted to read some of the lines that they have in here because it's quite ridiculous. Basically, they get herded in. Um, and uh, Cup says "There's are Sharktacons that are hurting the men in this and um, uh, Hot Rod says what are they to Cup and Cup says nearest I can make out on the Lingo Translator they call themselves Sharktacons Lingo Translator? Yeah he
2: had a translator
1: <laughs> I guess
0: A Lingo
2: Translator What did, What was that in the Douglas Adams universe? The, slot- the Babblefish Babblefish You put it in your
1: ear mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, they call themselves Sharktacons Cup, uh, Hot Rod says cute what do they want with us? Cup says I'm not sure, but they keep repeating one disturbing remark over and over. We eat. Oh, <laughs> shit. That, that doesn't sound good. Caleb. Yep. And then um, they lead them into the, the again, like Aaron, you said, there's no murder uh, situation, but they lead them into that main area, um, and uh, Hot Rod says, holy lithium lilacs.
0: <laughs> lithium lilacs? That's what my mom's birthday's today. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I'll what, buy her some lithium yeah, lilacs. Would
2: your dad be mad if I sent your mom flowers and they showed up a little late? Nope. I just love your mom. Could maybe lithium lilacs. Those don't exist. We're doing great. Um, so basically,
1: uh, then we feature the leader, Quintesson, who is taller and wears a different color robe. So that's probably clearly from this clearly mm-hmm. this earlier Floroderry dairy right, design. right, He right. yeah, was um, wearing a robe. He's watching the arrival of Cup and Hot Rod, and his faces rotate. Oh, no, he's not. Yeah. So it goes from smiling face to suspicious face to angry face to furious grimace. <laughs> and Hot Rod says, if they had a handsome contest here, nobody would win. <laughs> oh, Hot Rod. Mm-hmm. And then Cup, uh, the Sharktcon, shoving Prothem, jolting him into a holding pin, and Cup says, "I hope you get a toothache in every fang, you BB-brained
2: rattletrap." What the fuck is Cup supposed to be? Insane. <laughs> and, he's out of his mind. And I don't. And he's <laughs> like the stereotype of every like. Busted old Eastwood Mm -hmm. style. He clearly has dementia.
1: And then Hot Rod (laughs) delivers the line of we gotta get a new travel agent, and that's it.
0: He says we've gotta get a new travel agent. That's in the original. They kept it it all the way through. All the way.
2: He said it in the movie. Wow. He said it in the movie. Wow. Well, hey, that's awesome. I think it's time to talk. It's time. I think it's time to talk about our iconic moment, and Ryan can deal with how he how he uh, slides that ghost into it.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, okay, we, can, we can. I'm the ghost of the iconic moment.
2: You <laughs> know. So,
1: uh, Ryan, what is yeah. your iconic moment? Um, I mean, obviously, the appearance of Wheelie. Obviously, <laughs> I'm being a funny fuck, um, but I would say I love the like the Sharkticon uh, pit is great. I really like that and the whole like plank and the execute. It's just it's high weirdness of like nothing in this world makes sense. It doesn't matter what you it's, say, you're gonna be murdered. Mm-hmm. It's, it's
0: terrifying. It, yeah, it's it's there's there's nothing there's nothing familiar with what's going on there. I just have to second it because mm-hmm. I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't think that's a
2: lazy seconding. I basically had the same thing. I mean, in, in terms of no matter what happens, the judgment's the same. They're mm-hmm. screwed. They're You're in fucked. a bad place.
0: A they need a new travel dude.
2: <laughs> <rate>. You <laughs> drop them into a Sharkticon pit. Cage goes
1: into water. Shark's in the water. Ah, shark. Sharkticon shark. It's Jaws. I watched Jaws this weekend.
0: Hey, everybody. <laughs>
2: Please do continue to listen to us on your social media venue of choice. As far as I know, those are iTunes, Stitcher, <laughs> as
3: as I know. Google
2: Play, and tune in. And you know what? We're on social media, and we like to interact on that. Mostly Twitter, but hey. Caleb's, Caleb's on the Facebook. All over that Facebook. And
1: Instagram is real plow. It's hard, hard to there.
2: keep up with all that shit, and I'm sure that there is a way to keep up with everything. Well,
0: once, until we get that intern. Wait a minute. You're sure uh, there's a uh, way to keep up with all of it, but? <laughs> I just don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just keeping up with it. Right. If
1: you would like to be an intern, please email us. Let hey, us I'm not trying to be Ooh, bitter. I'm yes, not trying to be bitter. We
0: would like an intern. That's a good idea autopod deceptive turn <laughs> hey hey hi hey if the moon was made of cheese would you eat, it? you eat it i would just say yes or we can move on
2: and of course there's also our website at autopoddecepticast.com i think that. Uh, there's a few things that we talked about this episode. Yeah, a couple know. of things. By the
1: time we make it to the end of the episode, I never remember what. Ryan's wrote.
2: talking really
1: fast because Caleb's trying to get out of here. I always talk this fast. You're just talking really slowly. I think that you've yeah. maybe there's a time dilation. You're too close to the event horizon of a black hole. Yeah. And uh, shit. I have no context. And that's right. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's some stuff I'll put up there. I always put up ancillary stuff to the show. Um, you know, I'll put up the fluoro dairy design for the original Quintesson. I'm sure there's some other things we'll add, but check it out check
0: it out bye <laughs> <laughs>
3: that sound is. Alright, that is the intro to the Autopod Decepticast After Dark, APDCAD. The boys are out of the room, so it's time for us to take out our dicks, take out our pussies, get them hard, get them wet, get them, oh, let's get them both of those things and fucking just, we're gonna sit here and I'm gonna talk to you all what are we gonna talk about today? Let's see. Well, what's happening? Oh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. What a ridiculous holiday. That's just an excuse to get drunk. What are we going to talk about today? Mm, I don't know what's in the news. Maybe we'll talk about some things that aren't in the news. Because the news is depressing. It's not hot and sexy like we want to be in the room. Everybody's touching each other. We've all... If we all dig in ecstasy, we're just gonna rub like the carpet and touch each other. It's not about fucking necessarily. It's just about being sexy and feeling good and everybody loves everybody else. And isn't that what we all want? To just be loved and love each other and fucking miss. I mean, I want... <laughs> sure, I want to come. Because, like, I don't want to do that tantric sex. I don't care what Sting says. Is that... Uh, sex for 15 hours? Man, I have a job. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, how long can sex really last? It's like five minutes, am I right, ladies? Five minutes, and you're totally satisfied with the Autobot Deceptive. Blow cells, blow cells, where we sell good. <laughs>